Hey friends, and welcome to episode 102 of It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's guest, Jess Aiken, is living the dream. Well, she's living her dream. And amazingly enough, this former fly-by-the-seat-of-her-pants kind of girl owes everything to something that just might surprise you. Systems and processes. Seriously. Now, I know that systems and processes might not seem like the sexiest topic, and how on earth could creating something like a workflow or a template change your life? But Jess is living proof that setting up some streamlined systems just might be the key to unlocking your wildest dreams. I don't want to give away all the juicy details. So before we dive into this conversation, let me tell you all about Jess Aiken. Jess Aiken is a Southern girl turned wedding planner turned wedding educator. At the age of 17, Jess told her now husband, Tristan, about her dream of owning her own wedding planning business. Fast forward to five years later when Tristan became the first investor in Wedding Co. of Williamsburg. Together, Jess and Tristan grew the business as a team while Jess continued to work full-time. Then, in May of 2017, Jess took Wedding Co. of Williamsburg full-time, setting a big goal to reach the six-figure mark within five years. Instead, she rocketed past that six-figure goal in only 10 months and continues to grow Wedding Co. of Williamsburg, even through the ups, downs, and unpredictability the wedding industry has seen throughout the past year and a half of the pandemic. Now, Jess is on a mission to create community and teach other wedding planners how to grow their business beyond their wildest dreams while avoiding burnout and staying authentic through her brand new resource, The Planner's Perspective. Jess and Tristan are also looking forward to welcoming their first child in January. In today's conversation with Jess, she shares why she has no regrets about working for free for five years. She tells the story of how she navigated the cancellations and postponements of COVID-19 as a high-end wedding planner. She'll tell us all about how having systems, workflows, and automation in her business is allowing her to take off four paid months of leave in 2022. And she'll share her step-by-step method for creating detailed workflows, no expensive software necessary, so you can spend more time on what matters most. As usual, you know you can find all the details for this episode, including links to stay in touch with Jess, because I know you'll want to, over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 102. And finally, I want to thank you again for tuning in and being a fan. And if you haven't yet, I invite you to click the subscribe button to be notified as soon as new episodes go live. And if you like what you hear, I would be so grateful for your review. Your reviews play a huge role in helping others find It's About Time in the search results. And you might just get a shout out in a future episode, like this one going out to Lori Oberbruckling. Lori was so kind to leave a five-star rating and review. Lori writes, Time Management Master. Time management and productivity are some of my favorite topics and Anna does not disappoint. She has so many great tips, recommendations, and even quick hacks that totally work. Well, Lori, thank you so, so much for taking time to leave such a thoughtful review. I love that you're a time management and productivity fan like I am, and I truly hope that each episode and each guest interview can provide something useful to you as you're making your way through your days. And with that, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. 
You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Hey, Jess, and welcome to It's About Time. I am so excited to talk with you today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be a part of your show. Oh, well, I'm just really grateful that you would be generous with your time and tell us a little bit about your story. And yeah, I just can't wait to share this conversation. So before we hit the record button, I shared the official Jess bio, but I would love to hear in your own words how you spend your time. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. So I spend my time in many different capacities. I have a amazing husband, a little fur baby named Barkley. We really love enjoying our time at local breweries, eating all the food. We are local to our town. We actually grew up here our whole life. We're we're Williamsburg natives. Um, We're based in Williamsburg, Virginia. And we just love going and supporting all of our local uh, restaurants and breweries and and just having a good time on the weekends. Um, You'll find us downtown in Colonial Williamsburg, which for like history buffs that are listening, that means, yes, we get to see like Thomas Jefferson every single day of our life. Oh my God. Honestly, that sounds like a dream. I would love that. I really need to plan a trip. Okay. Sorry. You really (laughs) had to jump in with that because I'm dying to go. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. You definitely need to come. But we just, we just enjoy our time, whether we're hiking or going on walks, just again, going downtown. So that's kind of my personal life. And then when you get into the business world, I am so busy. I feel like all the time because I am a wedding planner. And when we are heavy into wedding season, it is go, go, go all the time. Um, We typically do anywhere from 35 to 40 weddings a year. So we are constantly trying to balance the weddings for the specific year we're in, but also for the following year as we're booking. So at all times, I'm it's crazy, but we are probably managing about 60 events at all times. Wow. Um, it's craziness. So we've got that going on. And then I've got my new educational um, coaching business that I am so excited about. And that's kind of in the process of launching right now, which is the planner's perspective. And that is me uh, providing coaching templates for wedding planners. I'm just really helping other wedding planners become the best wedding planner they can be. I've been in the business for almost 13 years now. And so I just wanted to take all of my knowledge and kind of help others be successful because it's, it's a tough business to be in. And I think a lot of people have no idea how to get started or what to do or how to be successful in it. So that's pretty much what we've got going on on a, on a daily, weekly basis. Wow. What an amazing service that you have created in taking that more than a decade of wedding experience and packaging it in a way that helps newer wedding pros. I think that's amazing. You know, what inspired you to start that? Oh, thank you so much. For me, it was just that when I started, I just wanted this sense of community. And unfortunately, in my area, we are in a smaller town. There were only a couple wedding planners out there. And I constantly would reach out and just try to network and try to build a community. I genuinely just wanted to understand how can I be in the business? How can I be successful? And I kept getting shut down. It was the craziest thing. And I don't think it's that way anymore. I think, you know, as Instagrams come and all these social media things, people have really this community over competition. But back then it was not that way at all. And so I found myself constantly asking all these questions and trying to figure it out on my own. And I thought, you know, after years and years of it, I thought, why not just put it out there and share with the world and other wedding planners how I did it? Um, Because I never could find that. And I just thought that that would be so helpful for other planners. Right. It's not like you can go get a college degree in wedding planning. 
Right. I mean, there's little wedding planning courses and things like that. You can get certifications and that's wonderful. But really until you implement things, I mean, you don't, you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Wow. So how did you get started? Did you always want to be a wedding planner? Yeah. So I am one of those annoying people that always knew what they wanted to do with their life. I love that. So when I was 17 years old, I was like definitely that social butterfly in school. I was involved in absolutely every club. I was friends with everyone. I didn't care if it was a popular crowd or the, you know, what you would call, I guess, the nerdy crowd. I just wanted to be everyone's <laughs> friend. And so I found myself immersed in all of these different activities. And I found that I was definitely a leader. I always wanted to kind of like be at the top and lead people in what we were doing. And I ended up being on the homecoming committee committee and the after prom. And so I planned all those events and I was on yearbook. And so I did like business manager stuff and planned marketing events for them. And so I really got this bug of like, Ooh, I think I like events. Like yeah. this is fun. And so, um, I was always a hopeless romantic and I thought, well, I bet wedding planning is fun, you know, which 13 years later, I'm like, yeah, it's really fun, but woo, if I knew what I knew now. But yeah, so I I reached out to a local wedding planner and by the grace of God, she was so sweet. I think she honestly just needed a free intern. And I was like, I will work for free. I will do anything. I just want to learn. And so she took me on board. And so I was, my birthday's in August. So I'm like one of those younger kids that when you went to college, you were 17 and then you turned 18 right before. So I was very, I was very young when I started, but I would come home every summer and every like fall break, winter break, every single break that I could get from school, I came home and did weddings with this lady. Wow. And I did that my entire college like career. You knew what you wanted. You knew where you were heading. That's amazing. Yeah, I just wanted to immerse myself in it. And I knew, again, like I always knew I was going to come back to Williamsburg. My husband now and I both, we actually were together in high school. I was in high school. He was a year older than me, but we have been together since we were 17 and 18. And so I always kind of envisioned this life of like, we're going to come back to Williamsburg. We're going to be together. We're going to get married. We're going to raise our family here. And I'm going to have a wedding business one day. (laughs) That was just the goal and the dream. And so that's kind of everything that I, and I don't know how it worked out. I'm everything aligned, but every little piece of the puzzle just aligned appropriately. And so I just, again, I came home as much as I could and got as much experience as I could. And Unfortunately for me, I was so naive and I thought, oh, she'll hire me full time and I'll make forty, fifty thousand dollars It'll be great. But little did I know at the time, you know, a small business is it's difficult. Yeah. People don't have fifty, sixty thousand to pay a, a kid no. and twenty one years old. Yeah. And so unfortunately she wasn't able to keep me on and I obviously was like, Okay, I've worked for you for five years now for free. So I think it's kind of time for us to part ways. I had, you know, I was so grateful to her, but I landed a event rentals job locally here with one of the event rental companies that we worked with all the time. And I was a rentals consultant for them for about a year, but then I got this amazing opportunity working for a local resort called Kingsmill Resort, which at the time was a very prestigious local resort that was doing, you know, 80,000 to $100,000 weddings. And I was like, I want to be a part of that. And so I was able to land um, that position as the assistant director of events for them. I did all of their weddings. So I really went from this world of, you know, normal, I don't want to say normal weddings, but you know, the normal budget, like average budget weddings to all of a sudden these like high end weddings. Mm -hmm. And I was doing, you know, 60 a year with the team. And so I was once again, I had the rentals background. I had all the other wedding knowledge I had. And now I was getting this resort knowledge where I was understanding what it meant to run a wedding venue, what it meant to immerse yourself into, you know, the venue side of things. Like, what does that look like? And so I did that. And then I started really getting the bug of like, I really want to start my business, like really, really want to start. And so I, I started thinking there, well, like, how am I going to do this if I'm working 80 hour work weeks? Like, how is that going to work with my time? Like, there's no way I have time to start this business. And so I started looking for other positions, even though I loved what I did. I just, I knew I had to cut back. There was no way I could do an 80 hour work week every single week and run a business. Yeah, and also sleep and find time to eat right? and occasionally shower, <laughs> you know? 
Right, right. And at the time, Tristan and I were just together, but like be a good girlfriend, like do what I was yeah. like, I just couldn't do it all. Um, And so I found a position with the College of William and Mary doing events with them, but it was a lot different. It was actually for their alumni association. And there I got to do all of their presidential events, homecoming, commencement. But what the difference was, I was working more during the week and there were only like five weekends out of the year that I actually had to work with them. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that allowed me to take the time that I needed to focus my energy on other weekends for weddings and and things like that. So I knew that eventually I would, I would eventually make it my, make my way into, you know, having this business. And this is like, I love this part of the story. So one day in July of 2012, I had been at my, my full-time job with the college for six months at that point. And I came home and there was a check written out to me for $500. And it was from my then boyfriend, Tristan, and we were living together. And I was like, Oh, my Lord, this is so bad. I think he's kicking me out. And like, this is what he's giving. Me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so I was so sad. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, what am I gonna do? What is this? I don't understand. I'm like, Tristan, what? Like, are you kicking me out? Are you breaking up with me? Is this it? He's like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> he said, um, you know, since you were 17 years old, you dreamed of owning your wedding planning business. And I want to do this with you. And so I'm investing $500 in you. Oh my I gosh, you- you're going to make me cry. This is absolutely like how wonderful, like what I an know. amazing gesture that, I, I mean, if if that didn't just absolutely solidify your like long-term partnership, I mean, yeah. like that is amazing, Jess. I love that. Oh, I know. I know. So yeah. So I, t- I, he was like, but I want you to match it. And I said, okay, sounds good. So we went to the bank, we opened the account. He had already done all the back end work for me because he's very business savvy and has a million degrees and everything because he's a genius. (laughs) And so he guided me through it. And we opened the business in August of 2012 um, with $1,000 into our checking account. And he technically was part owner. He was half owner and I was half owner because he invested in me, which now he's no longer an owner. (laughs) Just want to throw that out there. Um, But yeah, so we started the business in August of 2012. And then I actually worked full time and did the business for six years before I was able to go full time with the business, which I'm happy to go into as to like all the things and why we did it that way. Wow. um, So six years you continued working and growing the business. If that's not evidence of patience and intention and just that, that there's no such thing as an overnight success is what they say. And that is just, that's some dedication right there. No, well, thank you. Thank you. I think it was also a little bit of me just being like fearful of like, well, what if I fail? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, so I worked six years full time, full time and that. And then finally, in May of 2017, I went full time with the wedding planning business. And then here we are fast forward, which is great. I'm like, how are we in 2021, almost 2022? But we're here and it's it's just crazy because now I'm expanding into planner's perspective and it was the best decision I ever made for myself. So it's it's a very long story, but I feel like it's a, it's a good story. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of that story. Oh, so. you should be proud of that story. And one thing that you mentioned earlier is that your dream was to move back to Williamsburg, start your life with Tristan, be a wedding planner and raise your family there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it worked somehow. <laughs> and, it, and it worked somehow. And your family is is growing. Is that right? Yes, yes. I'm so excited. So we are due with our first baby in January. I can't believe it. But it's been it's been a wild ride because it's this whole turn of events because you you realize, oh my gosh, my life will never be the same. And you only while it sounds like a really long time, you know, you're like, oh, nine months. I've got this. That's almost a year. <laughs> it flies by. I know you know because you have your two sweet babies, but it flies by and you're like, oh my gosh, I have so much to implement into the business before yeah. this, you know, before this little sweet baby arrives. And I know it won't be perfect, but you know, it's it's been quite the transition and and trying to like 
get into all the systems and the processes and making sure that I have all my ducks in a row to ensure that like when I go on maternity leave in January, I made sure 100% that I'm getting those four months maternity leave fully paid, like off. I want to be away. I want to experience this with my baby. We had a really hard struggle um, for five and a half years. It took us you know, to get pregnant. And so, and we had to have medical intervention and all those things. So I just want to be with my baby and my husband and just finally be in this, this season of life that I've desperately wanted for so long, but also have my business be successful and not, you know, not have any issues with that and things to continue running. So it's been, it's been an interesting season for sure. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine a very interesting season that you've waited so long for. And I'd love to know a little bit more about what right now looks like. We've got right now, and then we've got that, what's the future going to look like? But looking at right now, you've got your wedding planning business and you you don't do that by yourself you have a team right yes fortunately there are 12 people on our team wow okay so yeah you've got the wedding planning business managing your team you've got planners perspective and you're pouring into wedding planners who want to level up in their business and you're preparing for a little one and you and Tristan are still making time to enjoy your lives and all the things that Williamsburg has to offer with this dream life that you've created. How, what is, how does, how do you do this, Jess? What does your day-to-day look like? Tell me, give me the, the background nuts and bolts of how you do life. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Great question. Some days I do wonder how, like I look at my life and I'm like, how am I doing this again? No, but I, you know, honestly it's, it really is because I am type A. I live by my iCal. Mm-hmm. I wish I bought the, the Simply Planner or, or whatever. I can't remember what Simplified it is. Simplified Planner? Yes, thank you, Simplify Planner. I love her. Um, I bought a Simplified Planner. I'm like, I'm going to write it all out. It's going to be great. And I just can't. I'm not <laughs> one of those people that can just write things out. I need to have it in my iCal because it it's on my desktop, my laptop, yeah. my my iPhone. I can invite Tristan to things so he's aware of what's going on. And it's just what I live by. Mm-hmm. So thank goodness for my iCal. That's the number one thing. And I actually have it split up. I know a lot of people use Google Calendar, but I have like color blocking all over my iCal. Mm-hmm. So I've got, you know, my personal, which is really, truly like my personal day to day errands of like what needs to be done. Then I have got my baby stuff. So all of the baby stuff is in a different color of like any appointments we have, or even if I have to buy something or do something. And then we've got wedding co, which is a completely different color. And then I've got planner's perspective, which is a completely different Ooh. color. So I've got four colors all over my eye cow. I love it. It's like a, your day as a rainbow. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I will say there for a little bit, you know, with COVID, COVID really threw me for a loop. We last year were supposed to have 38 weddings. We only did nine. Oh, because wow. That is, that's huge. It was awful. But it was because here in Virginia, we weren't allowed to do anything. And so we were down to like 10 people. You know, we had really high end clientele. They didn't want to spend the money on 10 people. They were going to lose everything. So they decided to either postpone or cancel. When that happened, like the day-to-day had to go out the window. It was just that kind of season of life that every single day something is going to hit you and you, it has to be priority. It can't just sit by the wayside. I had to figure out what are we going to do? How is this going to work? When, how are we going to fix it? What are their options? Constant problem solving mode, right? Right, right. And it was one of those things you can't just wait it out and hope that like, hope for the best. And so if you were waiting it out, you would still be waiting. Right. crazy. Oh my gosh. But I really did get into this terrible slope of, I was, my life was just messy. I mean, I couldn't keep up with anything. I felt like I was just 
constantly working, always thinking through, well, how am I going to fix this for this couple? Or what am I going to do? Planner's perspective completely went out the window because that was an idea I was trying to formulate at the time, but I, I just couldn't give. I just didn't have the capacity. Yeah. And so everything I just said, I gave myself grace and I just said, it's all going out the window for right now. You just live your day to day. You do what you need to do. Right. You can have a break, have a break. If you can't, that's okay too. Like you just need to roll. And so that was my life, honestly, up until probably May or June of this past year. But in May, to be fair, everything kind of changed again in Virginia. We were able to have weddings again. And so once we could do that, I was able to kind of get back into this process of like, okay, let's time block. Let's Mm -hmm. get back to that color coding schedule. Let's get back to what does your life look like each week and stick with it. But also give myself grace in that knowing that we are still in COVID. I can't believe it, but we are. And so understanding that you know, there might be a couple hours during the week that I need to dedicate to COVID stuff if something pops up, knowing that it could happen again. And so just in the last few months, if I'm being completely honest, I finally got back on my time blocking kick, my rainbow calendar and living life the way I I did prior to to COVID. Well, Jess, Um, I find that that's been the reality for so, so many people is that when we stepped into two weeks to flatten the curve, we thought that life was going to look one way. And then as we got deeper and deeper into it, a lot of our habits changed. We really shifted how we were living and approaching day-to-day life. We were having to make huge decisions about our work, our businesses, our families, and how we were going to to do things. And you know, you're you're definitely not alone in finally feeling like you can get back on track within the last few months. I know that there are so many people who still don't feel like they can resume, you know, quote unquote, life as normal because things really are, you know, everything's different for everyone. But just to say that you are not alone. And, you know, I think it's great that you jumped back in and you are you know, trying to rebuild those past productivity habits. And it really sounds like you're you're finding the way that works best for you in order to do the things that you need to and want to do. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I definitely, that makes me feel much better that, you know, we're not all alone and we, we aren't, we're all in this together. Right. And I, I think for me, really what really pushed me of, I've got to get back on the horse was, you know, I'm, I'm now six months pregnant. And so I thought, okay, if I keep putting this off, I'm not going to have the systems in place Mm -hmm. that I need to. And so that was also a mind shift to be completely honest with you for gosh, probably eight years of, of being in the business, I flew by the seat of my pants and I lived for everyone but myself. I am a huge people pleaser. I I felt like my life was spiraling out of control. And I, it was, and I don't want to make that sound like this like horrible negative thing, but it, it was a lot. I felt the pressure of like, I can't keep up. Mm-hmm. I never have a, a schedule. I don't know what's going on. I fly by the seat of my pants every day. I felt very overwhelmed because one day I would have, you know, five meetings. The next day I would have seven meetings. The next day I would be so behind on, you know, following up from the other people that I felt like I was behind. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just this spiraling downfall of just basically killing myself. Yeah. And I knew that when I had this baby, there was absolutely yeah. no way I could do that. And so I, I'm really excited about this and it's actually been going really well for me, Anna. And I'm, I'm like pumped. And I feel like some of it's because of you, like I was inspired. I've listened <laughs> to all your podcasts. <laughs> you. I have, I met you in person at our mastermind. Like I, feel like I I had to come up with okay what does my what does my ideal schedule truly look like yeah. when baby comes mm-hmm. and I knew that I wanted to implement that now or try to because I didn't want January to come and all of a sudden my life get turned upside down mm-hmm. and so I knew I I needed to start implementing those things and so now what I do is I actually only uh, carve out 2 days a week for meetings ooh that is so smart yeah yeah it's it's been hard. And now with that being said, I am managing 60 some weddings. People have crazy schedules. If someone's like literally the only time I can meet is 
on Friday and I have it open, I will be kind and let them have that. But I try really hard to stick to that two mm-hmm. day a week. It becomes the exception, not the standard. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's been life changing because I've actually been able to keep up with my office work. It's given me more time to just, again, like as my body's changing, as like there are some days I just, I don't have the motivation mm-hmm. I used to have. Your energy is just work, different. Work, work. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to be work, 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 work all the time, always thinking. And now I'm like, no, like I just need a minute and I don't want to start my day until 11 o'clock today. And so it's given me that grace to allow myself to just rest when I need to rest and, you know, go see my husband when I want to go see my husband and be with my family when I want to be with my family, but still get work done and feel productive and feel like I, I did do something that week. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. You brought up something very, very common, something that I think just about anybody listening can relate to, and that's that flying by the seat of your pants time Mm -hmm. (laughs) where when you first start out in a career or in a business, you're able to get by, by you know, looking at your life day to day, looking at your schedule day to day, you're able to operate without systems or processes or solid routines in place and everything is fine. But the trouble is that whenever you're ready to level up, whenever you're ready to get that promotion or take on more responsibility or grow your business or introduce another aspect of your business, like education, like you've done with Planner's Perspective, you can't do new things with your old way of getting by. And so you have been able to grow a wildly successful wedding planning business with the volume of weddings that you're able to take on and create an amazing experience for your clients and prepare to grow your family and pour into other wedding planners through the planner's perspective. And I'm going to bet that you've got a secret <laughs> to making that happen. And I would love to hear you know, how you went from flying by the seat of your pants to 
running this empire that you have like a well-oiled machine. I mean, you have a team of 12 people you're running. That's no small feat. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I feel like, I don't know if I necessarily have like one big secret. I think for me, it was just, just like you said, as you're going through the motions of business, it's, you don't have an option. You have, you are forced in a way when things continue to grow to a certain level it's either sink or swim. And so I knew I had to get some processes in place. And so I think the biggest thing for me was using automations and workflows. Ooh. So that's that's probably my number one secret. And that is how I run my team. That is how they do a lot on their own without asking me a million questions each day. We have an incredible automated system on the back end. I've actually took the time and this took me months of time. But what I did is I actually put together for every single wedding package, the emails that go out and when they go out, how they go out, what needs to be said, what needs to be changed based on each planner. Um, Every single thing you can imagine from A to Z within the planning process has been automated. Wait, so so how many packages do you have? Oh yeah. So I have wedding day management, which is more of like our, our day of, it's really two months out from the wedding. Mm -hmm. Partial is our like kind of six months out, but you also get a few meetings prior to that and a little bit more help. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's our second package. And then our third is full planning, which is we do it all for you. Okay. Um, So you've got three different packages that have three Mm -hmm. different levels of involvement and three different timelines. And you took the time to map out every single email, every single question that needs to be asked and answered, every single touch point in the timeline. And you have essentially created a template to follow for each of these three packages, start to finish A to Z. Yep. I know. Crazy, right? (laughs) I mean, that, that is... That is amazing. That is amazing. What I really hear from this is that whether you're a wedding planner running a business or you are, you know, in marketing for a a corporation or you're in another role for a small business, that the key to unlocking more time or streamlined time, the key to growth, the key to leveling up is taking time to map out those systems, those processes and create templates. I mean, is that what you found? Oh, absolutely. And I I think too, it it helped me in so many other ways in that I realized I was getting underpaid for sure. I, I realized how many hours of work I was putting into the processes. And I just had no idea. As wedding planners, we you cannot find pricing anywhere and no one wants to share what their pricing is and how they do it and how they come up with pricing. And even if they are willing to share, there's no answer as to how they came up with that price. It's, oh, the market just allows that. Or, oh, I just made it up. But for me, I wanted to understand like, why and how am I charging what I'm charging? Is it fair or is it not fair? And so for me, it opened up that world. And honestly, that's also what led me part of planner's perspective. We're, we're putting templates, those same templates that I use that have been wildly successful for me for the last nine years. I actually am providing those templates to wedding planners. So all they have to do, all the emails will be done. The to-do lists are all done. The checklists are all done. The questionnaires are all done. Contracts, you name it they will have the opportunity to like take that and download it. And even if they're not maybe doing the exact package I'm doing, that's okay. They can at least pull the different pieces that work best for them. And so best thing I ever did for my business was just automating it, workflowing it. And again, that's what's going to keep me rolling and going while I'm out on maternity leave because I have other assistants that are going to be sending those emails on my behalf, Mm -hmm. which is just incredible. It allows you to step away from your business, from to step away from being in that doer role into the supervisor role so that you can focus on your time with your, with your baby. I do want to hear about this because it's one thing to say, 
you've got to you've got to automate, you've got to systemize, you've got to create workflows. How exactly do you get started with doing that? Because it seems kind of overwhelming when you've got, you know, three packages and three giant things that you need to to capture in a way that someone else can understand it and take it and run with it. So, what was that process like? Oh my gosh, it was a tough one. <laughs> Especially a couple of years ago when again, I I felt like even with planning, there are times where you're flying by the seat of your pants and every wedding is different. So I'll be honest with you with like full planning, it's a little tougher to do because there are going to be things that come up that you can't template. Like there's just, you know, there's got to be able to problem solve. Right. You could never template COVID, right? Like (laughs) there's no template for that. (laughs) Maybe now, but back in the day, there was no template for it. Um, So what I did, it was all about dissecting what each package looked like. So I went into like the smallest forms of each package. You could do this in Google Drive. You could do this in Trello if you're a Trello fan. I did mine in Trello just because for me, that's kind of how my brain works. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to break it down um, into checklists and into all the details and what each package looked like. But what I did is I took a look at each package individually. I kind of looked at what do I offer in that package? And then I broke it down into, okay, what does each month look like as a planner within that package? And then I looked back at the emails, the emails that I was constantly um, sending and I was consistently sending with multiple couples. So what were those things kind of their, their to-do list? What were they supposed to be doing that month? General questions that I was constantly getting asked um, that took time to write over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So really just thinking through all of the little aspects of that package that come up, the questions, the tipping guides, um, you know, everything that I could think of that would fall within that package. And then I broke it down, you know, by email by, so I would have like month 12 and it would say like, this is what I did that month. And these are the emails that were sent during that time. Wow. You know, this actually reminds me of my very, very first time management coaching client. She was this amazing pharmaceutical sales. uh, I don't even want to call her a pharmaceutical sales rep because she was a leader. She led this huge team of other sales reps. She poured into them. She trained them. And she was constantly fielding questions. She was constantly in her email asking questions from this regional team that she supervised. And so one of the things that we that we talked about and that she created was an, an FAQ guide so that every time she got another one of these common questions, she wasn't reinventing the wheel and writing an email. And this cut her email time by so much because she was able to anticipate the questions and point them to an FAQ doc instead of providing the same answer over and over and over again. So I think it's really great to see how this same exact concept can be applied in other ways in other industries. Oh yeah. That's amazing that she did that. It's It really is. It's a huge time saver, especially when you're finding more and more that that's what people want. And again, I think it helps, at least within my business, it helped me understand, well, maybe I'm not offering something that I should be offering because these are the questions that I'm getting and I'm constantly being asked. So clearly I'm not educating them on those questions. And so it really, if I could recommend anything to anyone, it would be take a look at whether you're a wedding planner or you're a pharmaceutical sales representative, or you're just a mom on your day to day or what, whatever your, your nine to five, take a look at like your day to day or your overall project management and break it down into the smallest details so that you can kind of get a feel for, well, what, maybe there are some things you can take off your plate that are really easy to do. And I mean, you can even go into Gmail and save it as a template so that every time you open Gmail, I have so many templates in there. So you don't even need these expensive programs. Um, You could pull from a Google drive, which is free. You know, I think that this can be applied to 
any any person and any kind of situation mm-hmm. that you're going through in life. I love that you brought up moms because I find that the babysitter binder or the babysitter folder <laughs> is a really great example. We think of systems and processes as being, I don't know, I picture an Excel spreadsheet, even though that's not even accurate. But you know, you think of it as being this businessy thing, but creating a binder or a folder that has, if you have a baby with a feeding and sleeping schedule, put that in the binder. If you have a toddler and they have allergies or they have, you know, snacks that they're allowed to have versus not allowed to have, if there are certain things that are off limits, you capture that, you put it in a, in a binder, you put it in a folder, you're not having to spend, you know, 20 minutes having a conversation with your, with a babysitter before you leave the house. And because it's just there and you're able to say here, everything's in the binder. This is little Sally's schedule. This is, you know, little Tommy's emergency contacts, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, that's a way to have a system or process like a manual, you could say in your, in your personal life for your kids. And this applies to people with pets. This, there really are so many different ways that you can take this and apply it to your business, to your job, to your life. Yeah, for sure. I, it's, it's so true. And it, it will, at the end of the day, yes, it takes time. I mean, give yourself a week if you need to, to dissect all of it, because that's truly what it will take. I mean, it took me a good month of time Mm -hmm. to break down every single package. Now, with that being said, I had other things going on. So I would schedule block days, but you know, it takes forever. But once you do it, you never have to think about it again. Mm -hmm. And that's the most amazing part of it all. (laughs) You just keep updating. Yeah. When I work with my time management clients to put together systems and processes in their life or their business, I tell them if it feels slow, then you're doing it right. If it feels slow, then you're doing it right because you're being thoughtful and you're bringing intention to what you're capturing so that you're setting yourself up for success. Before we wrap up, I would, I have one last question for you. You've taken the time to create these systems and processes and automations and guides and email templates in your business. How do you feel as you are, you're heading toward motherhood, you're heading toward a big transition how do you feel as you are stepping into this new phase of life, knowing that you have all of that ready to go? Yeah, great question. I, I, you know, I have to pinch myself sometimes that I'm so fortunate. I'm a big believer that things happen for a reason. And again, I mentioned this earlier, it took us five and a half years to get here. And I wanted a baby so bad years ago, but Honestly, Anna, if I had one, I can't tell you that I was ready business-wise. I think my business would have eventually failed because I didn't have these systems in place, you know, these systems and processes into place. I didn't have this time block calendar, my rainbow schedule. (laughs) I didn't have all of those things lined up. And I think I would have just gotten so overwhelmed. And frankly, from a financial perspective, I don't think I would have been able to walk away for four months and know that okay, my team has got this. I know that I'm financially set. Like we are good to go. So honestly, I, I know that things are going to be crazy. I know things will come up. I know it's not going to be this perfect la la land, but I feel really good. You know, I think my, my biggest fear, and it doesn't really have to do with time. My biggest fear is just me stepping away from the business a little bit because it's been my my baby for so long and now I'm going to have a real baby and so you know that that's my fear from a time perspective I feel great I feel ready and I'm I'm excited about going on maternity leave I'm not scared which I think that unfortunately for many that they they're terrified because they're like how am I going to do this financially how am I going to do this time wise but for me again those automations those workflows those systems like the team that I have in place I've set them up for success and so ideally they're going to be kind of able to kind of do what they need to do for 4 months while I'm enjoying my time with my family and that's a beautiful thing I'm I'm so excited about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is the power of systems and processes. <laughs> Just, yes. I am so, so excited for you and everything that's in your future 
for your family and your little one who's on the way. I'm so excited to to continue watching your business grow and watching planners perspective pour into wedding planners who are looking for that community, who are looking for that education when it really can be so tough to find. And speaking of finding, how can we stay in touch with you? How can we follow along and see what you're up to? Where can we find you? Oh, yeah. So I feel like I have fallen into the trap of all social media. So you can find me on um, Facebook for Wedding Co. Williamsburg. You can find me on Instagram for both Planners Perspective and Wedding Co. We have two accounts, two separate accounts, just because we have a little bit of a different audience. And then we've got uh, www.weddingcowilliamsburg.com. We also have www.theplannersperspective.com. So multiple websites, lots of social media. You can also find us on Pinterest. I <laughs> We'll give you all of the things that so you can drop it in the show notes. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes. Find Jess in all the ways and stay in touch with her. So Jess, again, thank you so much for giving your time to It's About Time today. This conversation has been such a joy. And I love the fact that I knew without a doubt that a conversation with you, even about something as boring as systems and processes, would be a lot of fun. So oh. <laughs> Well, thank you. It was such an honor and I love everything you're doing. And I'm just so excited for you to continue watching the podcast grow and all of the fun things you have as, as you are on this mom journey as well. So thank you so much for having me. Uh, thanks, Jess. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, you too. And there you have it. Seriously, how much fun was Jess? I never thought anyone could make systems and processes sound so exciting. Really, if hearing how they've set Jess up for success doesn't make you feel inspired to start workflowing it up, then I don't know what will. I know I feel excited to take a look at my systems and see what I can do to make them just a little bit better. Don't forget that you can find all the links to stay in touch with Jess by visiting the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 102. And before you go, let me tell you about next week's episode. Next week's episode, episode 103, features a conversation with the amazing Rhiannon Bossy. After many a thoughtful Instagram DM conversation about motherhood, work-life balance, priorities, and more, I knew it was time to get Re on the show and record a conversation for everyone to hear. So tune in next week to meet Re, hear how she navigates owning multiple businesses and creative passions while being her best version of a mom and wife to her family. If you're someone who juggles a lot, you won't want to miss what Ree has to share in episode 103. All right. Thanks again for listening. And I look forward to talking with you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.